When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on the voice of your Edmonton Oilers and Eskimos. 6.30 Chad. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Well, that was fun to catch up with Sean Fletcher and Mallory Boone engaged on the big screen at Commonwealth Stadium. Eskimos back at practice today. Looks like C.J. Gable is going to be good to go at running back Eskimos at Hamilton on Thursday. Our coverage will start at 4 on 6.30, Chad. Jakob Yerebeck is the newest Edmonton Oiler. He'll compete for a depth defense spot. Limited action last year with Montreal and Washington. Played the first two playoff games, both overtime losses for the eventual champion Capitals. Uh, Supposedly a good passer. Can move the puck up ice quickly. The Oilers definitely need that. And, of course, Scotty Upshaw got a professional tryout contract over the weekend. The 34-year-old native of Fort McMurray. Uh, he will, uh, I think, make the team. I think he has a pretty good chance to do that. You can get more on 630Ched.com. And Upshaw was on Oilers Now earlier today with Brendan Ulrich. My name is Reed Wilkins. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Jason Moss, Morley Scott coming up after the 730 News. Right now, I'm uh, pleased to be joined in studio by the owner of the Edmonton Prospects, Patrick Cassidy. Patrick, good to see you, man. Yeah, nice to be here, and, and thanks for having me down and... Talking some baseball. Well, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming in. Well, we'll talk baseball and, and owning a baseball team, which, well, let, let's just start there. It sounds pretty cool, <laughs> but <laughs> there's got to be a but sometimes. Well, there's a few buts. It, there, there's a lot, of, a lot of cool things, a lot of cool aspects, you know, that crop up owning a baseball team. And, and uh, you know, it's, there's some amazing things that happen. And then there's some buts, as you say. And, and uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's like anything, though, any, anything in life, uh, the good with the bad. And, and uh, it, it's, it's been an interesting journey, that's for sure. Prospects with uh, three consecutive first-round upsets of Okotoks. Uh, Medicine Hat, who had a historic season, by the way. Yes. Um, I think they were one win off the league record, and yes. they, they did win the championship, beat you guys in the division final in five. Uh, the previous two years, you went to the league final and lost. So you're, you're getting the results. How, how many years now for you guys? Have, uh, you, been in the, have you been in the league? Uh, 2005 was the, was the, that the actual long, eh? first year. Um, <clears throat> and then we, we started in Edmonton, spent a couple years in St. Albert. Right. Uh, took a year off and then made our way back to Edmonton on the south side. And then I think it was 2000, either 11 or 12, when the Capitals suspended. Yep. And uh, we uh, had that opportunity to basically operate out of the ballpark at that point in time. So why did you want to do this to begin with, you know, 13 years ago? Why? 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 It, start, it started off as a, a hobby. 
Um, it, it, you know, I, I was in construction, and you know, I've, I've always been a baseball f- fan. I played baseball. I grew up watching and playing baseball, so I love the game. Um, and uh, I, got, I got a call from a couple gentlemen that were involved with the team at the time. I think this was into their second or third year. Okay, and they were struggling with it, and they just kept calling me, and and they even invited me out once to come and throw out an opening pitch in St. Albert, and kept sort of suggesting, well, why don't you take over the team? You know, we're struggling with it. It's not working out. And well, that's nice. We need, we need another, we need another sucker so to jump in to. here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and and uh, I, 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 I told him I would do it, but only if I could find a couple partners. I didn't want to do it alone. I had a lot of other things going on. I was a busy guy. So I found a couple partners, but first cash call came, and I had no more partners. Oh, imagine that. So that's how you got to be the owner of the Edmonton Prospects. That's how I got to be the sole owner of the Edmonton Prospects. (laughs) Well, and and, you know, it's, uh, look, you you live in Canada, and then you live in Edmonton specifically. So we know what sport is going to dominate. Yes. And uh, now, you don't play when that sport is on, but you do play at a time of year where sometimes people might want to go do other things in the evening or might go to a football game when the Eskimos play or might just want to sit on their patio. What are but you've built up a pretty strong fan base. I know you got some people who follow the team. The attendance. I think you said you're the second best attendance in the Western Major second, League. Second best in the Western Major, and the the attendance number just came out for all of summer college, collegiate baseball in North America, and we were 14th this year. Oh wow! Okay. Out of out of 200 and some teams. Okay, so you, you've you've built that up. Um, I don't know if you can answer this in a minute or two. But how, like, how did you do it? I mean, that's. Because you got to let people know you're out there first. You hope guys like me will talk about you every yeah. once in a while, and you also hope the scoreboard is gets people interested more often than not, right? You know what? Uh, there, there's a there's a lot of pieces to this interesting puzzle in terms of getting people to the ballpark, in terms of becoming relevant in, in you know in in Edmonton and in the in the sports community, and you know it, it starts with product on the field. You got to put a good product on the field that uh, the, f- the fans are going to be proud of and, and enjoy watching. Um, there's uh, you, you got to work with uh, with the local media. You got to partner with the media, work with them, um, advertise. And uh, you know, we we had to we had to really learn and, and get into the whole social media thing, and and learn what that was all about and use it to to, to, to benefit us. Uh, we we um, you know I used to I used to tell people often that why is it whenever there's a game scheduled, the players and the umpires always show up, but the fans don't necessarily show up. Right. So we had to learn how to schedule our fans, and. Some of the ways we've done that is by finding natural fits, like Father's Day, for instance. This year we had thirty some hundred out. Mm-hmm. Canada Day is a natural. Yeah, you guys have done great on Canada. Yeah, we we, we always are close to that seven thousand mark, and and then we we try to we try to work with community organizations and and do themed events. Uh, you try to create additional happenings with the ball game that get people excited. And or where you can tap into uh, an, another group that uh, can help you put people in the seats. So it's it's um, you know it's not a one prong attack. It's probably a seven, eight, nine prong attack. And those and you prongs just keep change from year to year. They too, ch- they the change challenge. from year to year. But the key is just persistence and just keep hammering away, hammering away, hammering away. And then before you know it, you you start to get true fans, and the true fans then become 
people who will go out and talk about the team and drag their drag their relatives and friends out and it's it's, it's kind of how it works i think you know obviously and you'll remember this uh and it, well i had ron kittle on the shore yeah. this summer we had triple a baseball for a long time and when that went i know we mentioned the the, the capitals but the the hype around the game's changed when it's not guys who might be going to the major leagues in a year or two so you've sort of had to remind a lot of those people hey this is still a great gem of a park in the river valley to come watch i mean the, the park itself i think is as much as selling pieces as anything well you know before we got to the park you know we played at john fry it's a nice nice facility yeah but we averaged 68 78 fans per game so so that was you know, I could see that that wasn't really going anywhere. Right. So when the opportunity to get into the, the jewel in the valley, into the park, cost a lot of money that first year because it was short notice, but it was it was at the end of the day, you know, it was the right decision. And it's it's provided us with this opportunity to to do something in Edmonton. I mean, Edmonton's a, a major league sports town and, and Edmonton fans expect to go to, you know, facilities that are first class and a show that's first class and and you know you, you know you you need that you have to have that park in order for for you to be able to accomplish that type pa- of thing patrick cassidy uh, joining us in studio he's the owner of the edmonton prospects of the well next year well i guess now it's the western canadian baseball league changing names from the did i get that right from the western major baseball league just going from the, the wimble to the wickball the wickball okay <laughs> The that's WMBL that's, to that's the great. WCBL. That's great. Um, to remind people where the roster comes from, because this is, to me, one of the most fascinating things is is getting these guys putting together a team year after year. So, so our roster this year, you know, was almost like an international roster. We had um, <clears throat> we we always lead the league in terms of of our Canadian content. Mm-hmm. We've got a, a lot of really good ball players in in Edmonton and Western Canada, and I mean that's an, that's important to us to to make sure we give those kids uh, every chance to to play on this team. But we also uh, create pipelines and, and scout players throughout the U.S. Uh, we we had a we had a kid from uh, Taiwan, one from uh, Australia, two from uh, um, Hawaii. So wow. So it was it was like an inter- international roster. We almost you know at times we could have used uh, an interpreter for our for our for our Chinese Taiwanese yeah. ball player, and uh, it was an interesting year in terms of uh, where our talent did come from. Well, you put together. I mean, yeah, I, I know you guys had that one tough road trip. But you guys mm. bounced back after that, and obviously got third in the division. When when we're talking about like playing at Remax Field, so the city owns the ballpark, correct? But is it one of those situations where really it's the prospects running it and maintaining it? Uh, uh, very much so. We have okay. a license with the city, and and it's our responsibility to operate and and run the the ballpark, the facility, 365 days a year. And, um, you know, so, of course, the challenge is trying to activate it as much as we can during the summer months when, when people can get outside and it's an outdoor facility. So, <clears throat> I mean, it's not that we're not looking at winter-type venues and activities and events of some sort. We just haven't really, you know, found the right fit yet, I guess. And, and uh, there's a lot a, a lot of things that go along with trying to do a winter event and, right. in terms of facilitating that type of thing. Right. Okay. So, but, it, but you guys are... So, so I mean... Uh, maybe a different scale, but it's sort of the same with the Oilers and Rogers Place. The city owns it, but the Oilers are maintaining it and hopefully making some money out of it. And the it's it's are... it's a similar kind of uh, license, similar okay. type of deal, but of course on a much smaller scale. Sure. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you have uh, 
you know, we get back to our first point about the butts. Sounds like you got a lot in that expense column. <laughs> but you like that's the non-glamorous side of ownership, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, of course. Um, there's, you know, there's, uh, there's, there's always uh, expenses. It's a facility that's twenty, I think twenty. Three years old now. It's built right. in 80, 95. and uh, you know the, we, there's some things that, that that need to be upgraded and some some th- rent things that need to be renovated a little bit. Um, brought the co- brought up the code, those types of things. There's some stuff in there that needs to be done. I guess the challenge, uh, you know, the city's got is going through this whole river crossing process, and, yep. and uh, the, the the purpose of that is to to come up with a development plan for that whole area i think it's 30 40 acres something to that effect yeah and and they had to decide whether that was going to include the ballpark not include the ballpark and uh they gave us basically a five-year license to 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 prove that baseball was relevant and and belonged in the river valley and and i think uh you know i think we're 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 making making that mark we're doing we're doing the job in that respect all right we've we've talked about some of the challenges uh of another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of talk to us what would you like the power to do Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Ownership, uh, we'll, we'll get to some of the uh, some of the joys and the uh, other experiences of it when we get back. Patrick Cassidy owns the Edmonton Prospects in studio on Inside Sports. This is JC Sheriff from your Edmonton Eskimos, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. All right, thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. My name is Reed Wilkins, Inside Sports on 630 Chad. Pleased to be joined in studio by Patrick Cassidy. He's the owner of the Edmonton Prospects. I want to remind you, some guests on the show get gift certificates to Northern Chicken, bringing down-home Southern food and other tasty treats. Salivate over the menu at northchickenyeg.com. Patrick, I'm not going to give you a gift certificate someday. I'll just take you to lunch for uh, to Northern Chicken. Well, uh, I just now, wrote that down. Yeah, now you know what it's be to be uh, on radio because you offended a listener. Oh, uh, this uh, this texture says when sport owners call it a product, that's offensive. Ooh. Well, hey, well that's what it is. You're selling. You got to sell the game. Yeah, that's, that's what you're selling. You are selling the sport of baseball, Edmonton Prospects baseball. The uh, Oilers are selling Edmonton Oilers hockey to fans. That's what it is. I agree. I I, I apologize to the fan for offending him, but. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Jamie says, please thank Patrick for allowing us to enjoy the great game of baseball in that great facility. So there you go. You get one of each. Okay, That's one, not usually how it goes. It's one and one. one I'm, I'm okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm batting pretty good. But but we're talk- I mean, we were talking a lot about the business side of it and uh, all the responsibilities you have as an owner. But you mentioned at the heart of all this, uh, you're a baseball fan. Yes. And there just ha- have had to have been some great moments of joy or connection with players and coaches. Oh, absolutely. Um you know, every year there's there's connections with players that you remember. I mean, some of them are my Facebook friends going back eight years ago and whatnot. And yeah, so there, there's some some really special guys that come into Edmonton, and you get to know them a little bit, and you realize, wow, this is this is a cool dude, and uh, nice guy to know, and and uh, you know, just just a good person. So so there's so there's that. Um, obviously, we've had some some huge wins that have 
you know, had me jumping out of my seat. Anytime you can knock off Okotoks in the, in the playoffs, that's uh, that's big in Edmonton. And uh, so we've done that three years in a row, and uh, you know that that's a lot of fun. Um, Rich Walker throwing a perfect game oh, this year, incredible. You know, I, so I I jumped. I'm, I'm I'm watching this on live stream at home. Uh, they're up in Fort McMurray, and 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 like from the last for the last three innings, I'm on the edge of my seat, and then I get up and I'm pacing, and my wife is looking at me like like what's wrong with you? And then and then when I when he finally did it, and I I jumped right out of my seat and I jumped up in the air and I just walked around and I was just jittery, right? And she goes, well, I guess that must have been pretty impressive then, right? <laughs> and I said, you have no idea. And then I started doing some Google searching. There's only been 23 players that have thrown perfect games in all of Major League Baseball, 210,000 games. So you do the the math, and it's it's not it's like the odds are so phenomenal. And here to have this kid come up here and this 160 pound kid, you look at him, you go, you can't pitch. And then he and he gets up there and he just spots the ball. He's got three good pitches, and he and he he's got command of all of them that night. Some players make some great stabbing, diving catches, and and the umpire makes a bad call and calls somebody out. I'm sure it happened, and uh, it was just it was just awesome. It was an awesome night. It had me pumped for a week, and uh, and and uh, you know. It went viral on, on social media, etc. Yeah, we and, had Rich on the show. And you had Rich on the show, yeah, and his interview was, he's he was just awesome. a great kid. Yeah. Just a fantastic kid. And, and you know, one of the other things that kind of goes unnoticed, um, but I really get a kick out of it, is we do a lot of community-type stuff, especially with our opening pitch. We'll have people come out there and throw an opening pitch, and they get a real kick out of it. And, and uh, you know... Uh, Four years ago, we had a young fellow named Hunter who was suffering from some some blood disease issue, and uh, you know they were raising m- money for him, and, and so he came out. He'd never thrown a baseball. I spent some time with him, teach him how to proper mechanics, and he just he just he, he was just having so much fun that day. So a few games ago, I'm sitting up in the up up, up in the the stands with one of my favorite fans, and uh, this lady comes and sits down beside me, and she says. You probably don't remember who I am. I looked at her. Well, you look kind of familiar, but no. She says, I'm Hunter's grandma. I just wanted to come and say, you know what? What you, what the team did for Hunter that day, he never, he's never forgotten. He talks about it all the time. His brother took up baseball, who's not got this issue, and is becoming quite a good baseball player. And it was, he says, she said it was just a, an amazing thing, you know, what, what, what happened to Hunter through that, through that, uh, you know, through what he did that day. That's amazing. I'm glad. I'm glad. And that, and that, that. happens. And that's, happens yeah. all the time, Reed. It happens all the time, and and you just do not. It's so easy for us to do that kind of stuff too. It's, it's okay, sure, let's do it. It's great, but it's it's like such a major thing. And in, in some, I had another 82 year old lady who had played for some baseball team back in the 30s or something like that. Got her out there, warmed her up. She was limber as hell for 82, 83 years old. And uh, she throws out the first pitch. She's sitting in a suite down from me. Somebody comes back during the game, and she says, she tells me that this is the greatest day of her life. I'm going, are you serious? She's 84 years old, throwing out that first pitch. Are you serious? Yes. Like, it's... You, you don't realize yeah. what kind of, uh, of an impact sometimes these things have on certain people, on people. And, and uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's one of the great parts of, of owning a team, doing stuff like that and, and then hearing those types of stories from people. Patrick, that's the perfect way to, to wrap up the interview. Incredible stuff. Again, thanks for coming in. 
continued success with the prospects. Uh, obviously, people got to wait till next spring to see a game. Uh, but we got you in after the season because you're, you're pretty darn busy most nights while the season's, season's yep. going on. Again, just uh, give Edmonton Prospects a Google uh, Western uh, Canadian Baseball League, or you might be able Not to still yet. find it under Western Major Baseball Western League. Western Major Baseball if you League. Want to- Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Read more. And, uh, prospects.com. There you go. Patrick, we'll see you again. All right. Thank you. Jason Moss and Morley Scott up next. Thanks for listening to Inside Sports. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.